come and discover with me the symptoms of miscarriage. Hello everyone, welcome to this podcast. My name is Lady Key. I'm a podcaster, YouTuber, blogger, and singer. Journey with me every Monday as we go along with life in this world. If you are like me, a woman who have gone through the painful life of miscarriage, I encourage you to get going and never give up in finding the holistic life of healing. Disclaimer, all the information that I have provided are based on the research that I have conducted on my personal experiences. This content is intended for general information and educational purposes only. It is not meant to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice from your educational institution instructor or another qualified professional with any questions you may have regarding a subject matter covered in this podcast. Please use your discretion when applying the information in an educational context and always verify with relevant educational institutions and professionals to ensure its accuracy and relevance to your specific situation. of miscarriage. So hello everyone, welcome to this podcast. Let's talk about me and my symptoms of miscarriage. So allow me to share to you my experience of the symptoms that I have um, when I was having or before I had my miscarriage. So every woman is different. You really can't compare one to the other. When I was pregnant, my mother used to compare my pregnancy to her pregnancy. Well, I'm quite proud of her because when she was pregnant, she was a working mama. And while me, I just stayed at home and yeah, staying at home and being pregnant. So for most of the time, my only job in the house was to wash the dishes cook, and sweep the floor. I never really thought that I would experience miscarriage since I am not doing any heavy physical activities that could harm my baby. I mean, that's just a really normal daily routine. It's not too heavy to do. A simple cooking and washing of dishes is not too much, right? I was wrong with all my precautions. You know, it did not help me to keep my baby and be born in this world. 
Now, I am really happy that I was still able to pull up myself and create a new life again after my miscarriage. And now I am really happy because, you know, it wasn't easy to move on from the thing that you thought would be yours for a lifetime. But yeah, life is life. Plans were already created. I even bought a Doppler to detect my baby's heartbeat while I'm at home. I already bought some maternity dress, my maternity underwears, and yeah, you know, things doesn't really go in a way that we always wanted it to be. Well, before I go along and share every thoughts and emotions that I have in my mind, let me first share to you the common symptoms of miscarriage. So here are the common symptoms of miscarriage. Vaginal bleeding, cramping pain in the lower abdomen, passage of tissue or clots from vagina, breast tenderness and swelling may subside, fatigue, nausea and vomiting may decrease, and dizziness, backache. So those are the common symptoms of miscarriage. So for this one, um, you may have a higher risk of having a miscarriage based on the above-mentioned symptoms. But I'm not saying this. These are the only symptoms that can cause higher risk of miscarriage. There are a lot of symptoms that really can be can contribute to your miscarriage. So you must take an advice or ask an advice from your personal OB-GYN or your doctor. In my part, I experienced vaginal bleeding, cramping in the lower abdomen, fatigue, decrease of my nausea and vomiting, and dizziness and headache. So those were my symptoms of miscarriage. So I really don't want to open up personally i mean i don't want to open up my recent miscarriage personally to other people to my family to my friends no it's really amazing that i cannot share it personally to other people but i can share it here in my podcast yeah this is my way of sharing to the public i sincerely cannot open up with my friends and my family of what i really I mean, I don't want to burden them with my mixed emotions and sadness. I really don't like sharing it to people personally. And things are really different now after my miscarriage and a lot have changed within me. So yeah, let's continue to talk about the symptoms that I had. So this might going to help you in preventing further risk of your pregnancy. So vaginal bleeding. Here, after my second prenatal, it was seen in my ultrasound that there was an acute subchronic bleeding inside the placenta. My doctor actually at the time did not read my ultrasound, so I had to ask her, what is that? She told me to just continue on drinking that dihydrogesterone. This is a medicine which can help a woman to avoid miscarriage. Please, just a disclaimer, please do not use this medicine without any prescription from your doctor. 
I did not experience some bleeding during the ultrasound session or any bleeding after my checkup. It was a long drive travel from our town to the city. It took us more than eight hours to travel and I was awake from 3 a.m. in the morning, arrived at 7.45 p.m. at our home. And I went to sleep at 9.45 p.m. And I remember at that time, I had a vomit and my body was uneasy. And at that night, there was a bit of water that came out during my vomit. I thought it was or it has nothing to do with miscarriage and the hospital is 15 minutes drive from us it's already 9 p.m in the evening it was very late at night already and you know when you're in a remote area um, doctors are not i mean i'm not really sure if doctors are 24 hours in our hospital i mean you know i haven't experienced yet but yeah most of the time they're sleeping and at their home few days after that, there was a vaginal bleeding already, but it was really small and I did not take it seriously because I thought it was normal. A week after that, my nausea become less, but I still don't like the smell of fish or anything that can trigger my vomit. I had a bleeding a week after that, but my father was not in our house at the time. It was only a spot, as I can remember. It was Saturday. We were planning to have a checkup on Monday, which is October 2. Unfortunately, it did not happen since my miscarriage happened at 4 a.m. in the morning. So if you feel unease and uncomfortable with your pregnancy, please do not ignore it. If you had already this kind of symptoms, Always seek medical attention from your doctor. Don't think it as nothing. Consider it as urgent priority. So cramping in the lower abdomen. I thought cramps were just natural in every pregnant woman. When I did my monthly prenatal checkup, my doctor told me to drink the isosoprene which will relieve my pain if I feel any pain in my lower abdomen abdomen so again please do not use these medicines without the prescription of your doctor so there are a lot of what ifs in my head and i don't want to feel regretful of what happened to me i mean if only i knew about this maybe i am still pregnant right now but i just want to share that this helps me now on how to be prepared or well aware the next time that I'll get pregnant again. It is really good to share my ideas in here so other women could also be aware that they might want to avoid the risk of miscarriage. So the next one is fatigue. My doctor said that I might experience fatigue during my pregnancy, but it is normal for most of the women. So I thought it was normal for me. I really can't sleep that much in the evening. That is why most of the morning and afternoon, I am only sleeping. Again, I thought it was normal during my pregnancy. It is for some women, but for me, it is not. So sleeping at night is one of the most impo important factor that I really need to consider soon during my pregnancy. And if you are a woman experiencing fatigue during your pregnancy time, 
I highly suggest you discuss this with your doctor so he or she can give you advice and prescription that will help you normalize your sleep. So nausea and vomiting may decrease. So this is the next one. I really thought that the decrease of my nausea and vomit was really helpful during pregnancy period. This was one of the symptoms that exactly appears on my end a week before I got my miscarriage. I'm not going to say that you should immediately contact your doctor about this, but I think you should at least have enough rest. Uh, if you doesn't experience any cramping, fatigue, and any vagina bleeding, then yeah, you may gonna just want to stay at home and it's normal that the nausea and vomiting in your end will decrease. But if you already have all of the above mentioned symptoms, then it's really necessary for you to go and see your doctor to avoid any further risk of miscarriage. Do not wait, please. Do not wait until it happens to you. The next one is dizziness and backache. I am guilty of this. I know I did something wrong that contributes to my miscarriage. It was Saturday and I am a person who really loves doing something and doesn't want to lay down all day. I want to work and move so I yeah, because, you know, lying in bed for the whole day or, you know, it's not really me. I really want to work my body. And lying in bed for the whole day is not my type. I'm not that kind of person. I really want to do something. So I decided to change the cover of our comforter, which is very heavy, and refold all my clothes in the cabinet. I already felt dizzy at that time and I thought it was normal because you know in movies when a person got dizzy it's it's a sign or symptoms that a woman is pregnant but yeah no it's not so if you feel dizzy do not disregard it and please go to your doctor and I thought it was normal and I even had a backache after I fold all my clothes and separate the ones that I'll be giving away for Christmas. I will forever be guilty about this to my child, but yeah, I know my child knows that I never wanted it to happen. My intention was not to precede my actions into miscarriage. I know that my hero knows that I love him or her or whatever gender my child is, and I'll forever cherish it in my heart. Miscarriage is a very sensitive topic to talk or share about, but I am not afraid of letting every woman to know that this incident really do happen during pregnancy and I want them to be well aware of this kind of issue. It is not easy to get pregnant and it is not easy to lose a child while in your belly. I hope all the women who have experienced this incident are in good shape, are in good shape and they are standing every day pushing themselves to get up in the morning having some nice tea and reflecting that this trauma is not the end 
of their journey as a woman. That another one is now preparing to be born, to be loved, to be valued, and to be nurtured in this world and be called, this is my child. So we just need to wait until it happens to us. But while waiting, we need to prepare ourselves. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening and tuning in in my podcast today. Just be aware that I am only showing you some of the symptoms that I have experienced and the common symptoms of miscarriage. Again, please seek professional advice from your doctor or if you felt any discomfort during your pregnancy. My next podcast will be about how to heal yourself from the trauma of miscarriage. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope that you had a great day today. Please, if you had a feedback or if you have thoughts in your mind, comment down below. Or you can also share with us your experience about miscarriage if you have one. So I hope to see you in my next podcast next Monday. Have a great day and take care. Goodbye!